and welcome to episode 6 of our Tabletop Podcast. I'm Matt, and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Spook Jim, and I play Galliot Delaric. I'm Jojo, and I play Ninx. I'm Bianca, and I play Leilathia. Hello, everyone. I'm Cody, and I play Thord and Stronghollow. And I am Adam. I will be our Game Master. When we last left off, our party was going to the Temple of Vasilia, in the hopes of addressing the problem of the marks they received from breaking the collar on a wizard outside of the city. On the way there, they met some South Moon elves and did some shopping. Now they find themselves by the harbor. It's dusk and the sun is beginning to set. In front of them is a large, ominous stone structure at the base of a lighthouse. There's a gate up a ramp from which a green glow is coming, and the door is just sitting open. What do y'all do? Is, uh, is this the, the, the place we, we must go? Do we need to do some sort of check, like investigative check? Yeah. Ritual? There's a bronze plaque, almost dark green from being weathered with age, that shows a skeleton riding a horse. And that is, from what you understand, probably the symbol of Vasilia. Oh, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't believe that's the place we need to be. It's just very spooky. <clears throat> Why they just got their door open? This place makes me uncomfortable. Do do we really need to get rid of them? I mean, I, I don't, I don't think. I, yes, we do. <laughs> we don't even know what they are, so we might want to go in. At I least. mean, all, all it does They're... is just just itch a little bit. I mean, <laughs> we can get like a consultation. <laughs> <Itches> a lot, <laughs> bad juju. Bad Bro, they could juju. be like turning us into vampires or something. We might want to go. What are they? <laughs> they could most definitely be killing us. Yeah, leading death us to is our most, death. De- death is most definitely yes. Guys, what if we're all allergic to them and we're just slowly dying? This is an option. That would be terrible. <laughs> oh, what a plot idea. How terrible would that be? <laughs> well, if you think about it, if it is killing us, basically we are allergic, so I mean... Well, well if I you mean, recall... Go ahead. Symptoms of an infection. They're red, itchy, and they're e- like very easily irritable, and... You're very smart for a sailor! <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp, shrimp stop keeps scratching his. <laughs> oh, that is not abnormal, though. No. He's got boils. And... <laughs> gotta, gotta spread the filth. <laughs> oh. Imagine 
if you will, what is under Shrimp Stomp's fingernails? <laughs> no thanks. Flavor. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh gosh. I put it in all my stew. Oh. <laughs> stir the stew, stir the stew. Oh, I can feel it in the back of my throat. Uh, please stop. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. If you recall, the uh, the man at the Umira Temple, Cassius, um, he did not know what to make of these marks, so he just made the suggestion of the Temple of Vasilia because she is known for curing diseases. He had no better idea, so he directed you here. So I could do an insight check to make sure this is the place that we're supposed to be at. I, th- I think you can be pretty certain. Okay. So Ning's just heads in. I'm 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 just like deuces. I'm. Deuces. <laughs> yeah. Find out what Galliot was in as well. Shrimpstomp stops to read the the plaque. It has no words. Just this. It's a a, a cloaked skeleton riding a horse. And holding some little object in its hand, but it's it's just encrusted with uh, age. Should I try to clean it? <laughs> it's pretty high. Oh, I was talking it's, about the, the actual plaque, not the statue. You said there was a aged plaque as well. All I've mentioned so far is a, is a oh, plaque. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Ninx sees a statue because she has entered already. Ninx, <laughs> <laughs> um, you enter, and ahead of you is a large room. And this green light is illuminating a statue. As you get closer, you see there's a large wooden horse, a skeleton riding it with a a dusty red robe. Behind the skull's head is a a bronze disc, like a halo, that again is aged and weathered and turned dark green. But in her hand is a golden goblet that looks completely new and untarnished and perfect. Behind the statue is a large um, brazier from which that green fire is coming up. And that green fire is almost going into the wall and crawling up it like tree branches almost to where it disappears into the ceiling. So the whole room is filled with this creepy green glow. And there's two... um, hallways going off in either direction. Uh, did the rest of you enter as well? Yes, I did. Yeah, Thornton, uh, fall, yeah, reluctantly up. starts like moving and he's like moving real slow. <laughs> Dragging his feet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he once he gets inside, he kind of like stops to like take in this this huge statue with the green fire. And he just kind of sits down and basks in its glow because she paying respect or, you know. It's good to respect the Dark Mother. Oh, this is a bad idea. So she sits there and she just takes one of her little pebbles and is just rubbing it. And just looking. And her little cards are all spread out in front of her. You're left alone there for a moment in this empty room with this statue. But after a short while... You begin to hear some footsteps come from one of these hallways. Ninx, you turn, you see um, a figure is approaching through the dark, and there's two reflective eyes that this figure possesses. And emerging from the darkness is a man wearing a dark robe, a shaved head, 
and a tattoo of thorny vines around his head like a crown. And his eyes have a weird, he's human appearing, but his light, his eyes have a strange reflection to them like an animal would in the, in the dark. And he's holding a, a lantern that is not lit. And he slowly walks into the room and, and looks over your gathered group. Can I help you? I'm here paying respects. We have an actual reason. <laughs> Thornton, who I, uh, Okay, y'all just hop right into it, and I was going to be... <laughs> Diplomatic? <laughs> yeah. Thornton, who wasn't paying attention, is startled by the new voice. He's like... And he just, like, whips around real fast. He pulls out his mace, like, ah! <laughs> The man, um, his expression changes slightly, but it's so creepy and subtle, you're not quite sure what it means. But he, uh, he turns his attention to Galliot, who spoke up about having a real reason. He just stares at you. Um, we were pointed this direction, but, um, because we've received some markings. Yeah, markings for what they are, we do not know. And we have not discovered a way to remove them. They've tattooed themselves onto us, like a branding. And are attaching themselves to our soul. A vile affliction. Yes. Perhaps wise to come to the Dark Mother. Why I'm paying respects. Perhaps wise to do so. He steps behind the statue and he lights his lantern with a green flame from that brazier. And then he walks around back towards y'all and holds the lantern up. Show me these marks. I stand up and I lift my garments to the shelf. This is one. He holds the lantern close to it and scrutinizes it for a moment. We also came across a witch that was wearing a collar, an enchantress. Yeah, I tried to save her. And in breaking the collar, she was branded and all of us were too. She died. We unsuccessfully saved her. We saved her, but unsuccessfully. Noble of you to try. Vasily would be pleased. Come this way. If we are able to, we will try to tend to this. I'm going to reluctantly put my mace back in its holster. Ninx walks up to and Patchy and says, it will be okay. If he kills me, I'm going to haunt you. <laughs> no killings. He leads you down one of the dark hallways um, that winds around quite narrow. And you see that a little vein of this green, fiery energy follows the wall where it meets the ceiling and very dimly lights it. And you hear ahead of you down this hall uh, several moans of anguish. And you hear someone struggling and beginning to scream. It sounds like people in pain. Vaccination day. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like there's some good times being had back there. 
up there. So Thoradin just can like lock eyes with Minx. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> great healing's going on. No, healings feel good. Not these kind of healings. Haunting you. <laughs> I will haunt you. But there are great healings going on here. At the end of this hallway, you see the light from actual torches or lanterns. And you enter a room that looks like a hospital. It's full of beds, each with a patient occupying it. Some are covered in sores and are moaning in their beds. And you see one little antechamber where there is a man on a table, and he is struggling back and forth. Around him are several women. They're wearing white robes. Um, half of their head is shaved, and the other half has hair that is tied up with a side lock on the side of their head. And they are grappling with this person and trying to hold them down. And you see there's other women uh, of the same look who are tending to some of the people in the bed. Most of them look like they're... Uh, Solemni, the people from the south. The dark-robed man leads you into this room and off to the side to a little side chamber where there is a, a table and several benches. The walls are filled with what do they call I literally forgot the word shelves. Please edit that out. <laughs> the walls are lined with shelves full of bottles, potions, and other strange-looking devices, several imposing little metal instruments that you hope would not ever be used on you. Torture chamber. <laughs> it Thor has a torture chamber kind of vibe. Yeah, Thorin's like, it's a torture chamber. <laughs> what if you let us into, Nix? Healing. <laughs> I've seen places like this in the war. <laughs> this is where people come to die. Galliot's <laughs> just like, oh, it's a doctor's office. So well, I could do a medicine check, or I could do a religion check. I mean, you you do you do anything you like, but I, I do a religion. Yes, please do it. Do, do a religion a check. It was an 18. What you know of Vasilia is that she's in some ways kind of terrifying, but her whole motive is to eradicate suffering, needless suffering. Specifically, um, her beef seems to be disease. And uh, she goes to great lengths to eradicate disease. She's also known for enjoying the existence of undead and there's stories or rumors that a lot of the uppermost devotees of her churches are undead. She's into necromancy. Yes. There's also stories of her offering, uh, tempting mortals with gold into doing various tasks for her. So she's very mysterious. She could be good and bad. It's really not clear. The dark robed man, uh, bids you to sit in some of the benches there. I will return. I look at Thornton and tell him, because we tried to save 
the Enchantress. They do us no harm. They mean us no harm. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> and, I, do, uh, I do the strange things I do to protect us. And uh, uh, if it's all the same to everyone, I'm going to stand. <laughs> Gellit's going to do a medicine check. Okay. Just to, like, double check. Make sure everything here checks out, you know? That is a... Nine. Cute tiny. Ten. Oh, I just laid out that one with a nine. Well, yeah. Yeah, I have to it. It's a ten. You look at some of the the jars and bottles on the shelves. A lot of them, uh, their label is in Solemni. I'm not sure if you can read that. Um, But some of them are in common. And you you see a few ingredients that you recognize that are used for healing. Um, So you don't see any poison or cause pain serum or anything like that. And uh, juice 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> you may notice uh, perhaps you've seen once or twice some medical instruments used to remove um, arrowheads lodged in, in people and other. They're, they're terrifying looking, but they maybe you need a tooth extracted and this big horrible apparatus can rip it out of your head. Can't have infected teeth on boats. We can't. They gotta go. After a moment, um, three of those white robed women with the side locks uh, come in with the man in the black robe, and they just uh, walk right up to you, first to Ninx, and just make a hand motion for Ninx to show them the mark. You see that a lot of them have a scar across their throat. I stand up on the chair because after all I am short and I, <laughs> I um, slightly pull down my, the side of my pants and show them where my, and lift up my tunic. She gets down on her knees and examines it really closely. And she turns to the, to the other woman and makes just a, she mouths some words silently, and the other woman nods and goes to the shelves to get something. The third woman, you see, she turns to the dark-robed man and makes some hand signals, and he leaves the room. You get the impression that these women might be mute. Why aren't they talking? <laughs> it's just like a bunch of nurse joys. Um... One of them looks at you and just draws her hand across her neck. They've taken a vow of silence. <laughs> a, a permanent vow of silence. <laughs> they, uh, they can't talk. It's not a vow anymore. See, I, I was trying to be diplomatic. Thank y'all. Being mute can happen for a lot of reasons. <laughs> should have when they cut their tongue out. Yeah. So that's why I said they've taken a vow of silence. They take their vows very seriously. Never trust a person who can't talk to you. <laughs> well, I mean, Thornton is just an, kind of an antagonistic <laughs> person going into town. I'm in, in a dark, creepy place. I hand, I hand Thornton a stone and tell him, rub this. 
hey, hey, y'all went into like the most brilliant, (laughs) beautiful temple in the city and and called the high priestess the old bitch. And I, I tell him, I tell him, kindness only goes so far. Thoradin is going to take this rock and he's just going to start like rubbing it. <laughs> I said that as a warning. So Galliot like leans over. You can eat that. <laughs> a couple of other priestesses come in and they go up to each of you and make a get on with it motion with their hand and begin trying to look over you for your I'll mark. Pull, I'll pull my clothing to the side so Shermstomp can show them his neck. Galliot pulls up his sleeve. I warn the ladies to shield their eyes while <laughs> <laughs> Thornton is. Nope. Nobody Thor- look at Thornton. <laughs> Nobody Thor- block! Thornton undresses. <laughs> Again. He takes off his sh- he takes off his armor. Hold on, let me find my My nudity counter here. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> They can't see it under the hair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My beard's in the way. Ming turns up and nimbly starts braiding the beard. <laughs> as far Thorgan as I pulls know, out his own warhammer and smashes Nick's. <laughs> Don't touch the beard. <laughs> Thorden, one of the women comes up to you with a little blade. Rub <laughs> the stone. Immediately and, and, toss the stone in her face and run. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just no. joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Eat the rock. <laughs> he, he like just he's like vigorously rubbing this rock. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she digs in right onto the the symbol itself. It makes a little gash. Ow! <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> she makes another little gash. I drop the rock. <laughs> in a moment, she pulls away, and on the end, on the flat part of her blade is the teeniest, tiniest little piece of your flesh. I'm like reaching for my my, my mace. Aww. She goes over to the table and begins doing something to it. <clears throat> Leilathia. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're one of these priestesses. Bandage that wound. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> just bleeding out. Another another priestess gives you a, a piece of cloth. Let's you do it yourself. <laughs> Leilathia, a priestess comes up to you with a little bottle of glowing green fluid. And she gets a dropper and holds holds the skin around your mark tight. And drop something on it. What is that? What are you putting on me? She just shakes her head because she can't because she can't that? speak. <laughs> it, it burns a little bit. A little bit of sizzle happens, and she furrows her brow and kind of looks hmm, scrutinizing it. Where's my sky thistle? <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> Shrimpsoft is over here watching his friends possibly being tortured. <laughs> Y'all are a bunch of big babies. <laughs> I, I'm just taking it all in. Nings We've never been it. to the doctor before. We don't know what this is. <laughs> like I said, 
Are, we're I've not even places. in a medical room. We're just doing this in the hallway. <laughs> no, no, I've seen places like this yeah. in the war. This is where people go to die. <laughs> Hold on, you're telling me that a soldier gets his leg cut off, or his leg so injured it's gangrenous. Mm-hmm. Do they take him to like a resort and baby him instead of cutting his leg off? I they do. Okay, in a sterilized room. A sterilized room. <laughs> Wars no sterilization. Yeah? No, I don't know. That sounds awful. You need to be sterilized. No! Galia, one of the uh, priestesses comes up to you with a jar, and with some tongs, she pulls a leech out of it and sticks the leech right on your on your marking. Galia tries his best just to stay still. Ning starts petting it. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> it's attached to me. <laughs> His name is Bobbert. <laughs> Bobbert the leech. Pet? No. No. He'd become your pet. Chill. <laughs> Ninx, one of the priestesses comes up to you with this big piece of what looks like wax. And she pushes it onto your mark and with some gauze wraps it very tightly around you. Shrimp stomp. One of the priestesses comes to you. Um, just a bar slip. <laughs> <laughs> she scrubs the shit out of you. No! Every inch. No! Between everything. No! Between everything. <laughs> Soap and hot water. <laughs> get a really nice bath. <laughs> she gets like some candles. steel wool. <laughs> just tries to get rid of that shit. No. <clears throat> this this priestess looks. She, she looks a bit older. Um, she comes to you, kind of pushes your head to the side to get a better view of your neck. <clears throat> and uh, with her hand, she makes a tiny cut on her palm, and a bit of blood comes out of it. And she makes a fist, and some reddish kind of glowing energy begins to encircle her hand. And she puts that right on your neck, right over the mark. God magic. And after a moment, she shrieks, pulls her hands back, and this flash briefly illuminates the room. And this purple energy arcs from your from your mark to her hand, and seems to shock her. And she backs away. And all the other priestesses stop what they're doing and turn to see that and look surprised. Sorry, I didn't know I could do that. What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> Cast lightning bolts. <laughs> the priestesses look at each other kind of confused. <clears throat> they make hand signs to each other or just mouth words. Great, now they're going to kill us. <laughs> sign language. Does anyone know sign language? It's like, immediately killed this one. <laughs> 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 I think Galia would definitely know what sign language is, but wouldn't know how to uh, speak it. Or at least doesn't know how to sign it. Definitely doesn't know how to speak it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let me just speak Braille. Give me one sec. Dot, 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 dot. That's more code. The priestesses um, look at each other with concern, and the oldest priestess whose hand just got shocked, gives them some silent instructions. 
and they uh, they leave the room. And this uh, eldest priestess bows a little bit to you and leaves as well. And leaves you in here for a moment. Oh, I think I scared him off. They think they're going to kill us. <laughs> I think they know he's protected. Protected? Protected. Why? Like Umar was trying to help me? Something's trying to help you. No, I think they're like really strong bed bugs <laughs> that you just can't get off. <laughs> <laughs> No, whatever this is, motion, you know, pointing towards the uh, uh, the brand on my chest. They get the feeling uh, they're not going to be able to help us. Well, I mean, right now they're just running tests. They got to figure out what it is first. Over on the table where she took the little tiny piece of your flesh, and was she took it over the table to perform some tests on it. Suddenly it sparks up with a green little flash of energy <laughs> on the other side of the room and then smokes a little bit. Is it old enough? <laughs> I was supposed to say not like Lilapia. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um can I I'm gonna wander over to it and kinda take a look. He just looks like a scorched black little it was it was very small a piece like a piece of rice. It's just a little scorched. Nothing now. Mm, this isn't good. This is not good. <laughs> the man with the dark robe enters, holding his lantern. It seems your problem is most severe. Come with me. You must see the high priest. Hi, right, bro. <laughs> okay, let's do it. I'm ready. Don my armor back on. I'm, I'm sorry it. for uh, uh Leilathia pulls her skirt down. Does <laughs> <laughs> Galia still just have Bobber like you, on his arm? You still have a leech on your little symbol. You're still just detached. Just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing happened to happen to the leech? Still just as, as as you exit, one of the nurses yanks it off of you. No. <laughs> one of the <laughs> Bobber, goodbye. This is when Galliot chooses violence. <laughs> <laughs> He's a parasite. Don't get attached to a parasite. <laughs> Shrimp Stomp looks over at Nanx and goes, Um, Mr. Mushroom, you think they're going to make us wash these off? Episode name. <laughs> you think they're gonna make us wash these? <laughs> no. It's a possibility. <laughs> no. Okay, good. But this is not good. Yeah, they wouldn't that, want to that would be worse. Both mine and Thoradin's uh, are now more susceptible to uh, infection. Okay. We might need to wash them. No, they're going to make you scrub it off. <laughs> no! We just, need, we just need to follow quietly and reverently. 
show you quietly and reverently. <laughs> I know one of those words. <laughs> Respectfully. <clears throat> oh, okay. Like as if she were Umira. You listen to the doctors and they don't give you extra shots. Okay. <laughs> extra baths. You listen no! to the doctors okay. and they won't give you extra baths. Oh, uh, uh, okay. As you move through the hospital to leave it, you see that that other chamber with the man that was struggling, he's now motionless on the on the table. And the priestesses are surrounding him, doing something to him. Surgery. You're going to uh, kind of move into the room. Like, take a look. <laughs> Not wise. She's nosy. <laughs> um, he has some opening in his torso, and they're sticking little instruments in it. They're doing some kind of surgery on him. They're murdering him. <laughs> They're murdering him. <laughs> Even stranger, however, is as as you exit the hospital to go down another hallway, um, a few priestesses line up and they give each of you a gold coin as you leave. No, we, we thank you. Does <laughs> <laughs> that have chocolate Galleon bites the gold coin. <laughs> it's just gold. I'm sorry. Um, I want it to be known that Thoradin is walking in a way that his armor makes a lot of noise. <laughs> oh, <God>. What an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> clang, clang, clang. You're like w- waking up patients who had <coughs> only had a bit of rest in the past 32 hours. This is quietly praying to herself that he doesn't get struck dead <laughs> for not heeding my warning. Let's make a note to not take Thoradin into temples. Because <laughs> he cannot behave himself. Thoradin, we're going to leave you at the booby diner place and we're going to go on to the temple. <laughs> no, like, like I said, you know, she's like, you know, quietly and reverently. He's like, I'll show you quickly and reverently. <laughs> I think dwarves get a pass because, you know, they just, they're incorrigible. <laughs> so anyway, you've all got a gold piece now. You're not sure why. I don't, uh, I don't like it when people give me random gold coins. I got more money. It's a pay for the bath they're going to give you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yes. It's enchanted. Is it? What? You're just throwing shit out. (laughs) You can either write it down as a gold coin or an enchanted gold coin. I'm going to write it down as one gold coin, not chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Darren. The man in the robe leads you down the hallway. Which, which again is lit by this this green energy in the wall. You enter into a sanctum that has several pillars going up to the ceiling with arches like a cathedral, rows of pews. It's very dark, and there's skull patterns on the walls, bone patterns on the pillars, bone bone patterns. There are bone patterns on the pillars. And at the end of this room is a brilliant spiral of that green energy concentrated on this one point. And in front of that 
is a lectern, a big stool, and a very small man hunched over that lectern, about Nynx's size. Uh, a black robe draping down over the stool, a hood, and a big book in front of him. There's a stack of books next to him. There's candles all around. And he's just quietly reading. And the man in the dark clothes, dark cloak, the man in the dark cloak leads you right up um, to his pulpit, which is above you on a, a short set of stairs. And the little figure with the hood turns. Thank you, Marlin. You may go. The man in the dark robe bow, bows and exits. You can't see this figure's face, but you can kind of see his, his chin and his nose sticking out from under the the hood. It seems you have met with a terrible fate. Yes, we have. Sorry, what do you mean by that? He's talking about the itchies. Your mark. Gotcha. Marked by powerful magic against your will. Well, we were trying to save an enchantress. <clears throat> you are blessed for doing so. Show me one of these marks. Nick just stands up. He takes some uh, a little pair of eyeglasses off of the lectern, puts it on. How curious. Solemnity markings. These are glyphs. Not language. It's a symbol. It was on a chain around her neck. And you each bear a mark from this chain. Yes. When the red one pulled it up off her neck, it marked us. Is it possible that one of these marks is not present right now? No, it was on her, and she ended up passing. We have her uh, tablet that has that holds the mark. Do you? Well, he closes his book and takes uh, from the other side of his lectern a piece, a parcel of a cloth. He lays it on his book and opens it up, and he holds up a strange, irregular shape patch of, of something looks like really fine leather and right in the center of it is a big black charred slightly glowing symbol and it's the symbol that Delsonora had on her neck it's skin cut from her neck it seems to have where the collarbones would be the neck and kind of under the chin yeah, that's the symbol. That's the skin. The what? Ew. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will pick up next time and find out, hopefully, what's going on. It seems the high priest here has a gruesome item in his hand. You'll have to find out what happens next time. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you listening. We see we have a few listeners out there, and we are incredibly thankful for that. And we hope that you continue to enjoy it and enjoy it even more as we're getting better and better. If you're on a platform that does ratings and reviews, please go ahead and do those for us. It helps us get more exposure. Your mom gave.
<laughs> All right. Thank All you, right. everyone. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Bye. 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 Jim referenced that I still had her little part of the necklace. We can call it a, a collar. Yeah, her collar. That I still had her collar fragment, which I don't because I gave it to him. To the to guard. Brigham. Yeah, the, Brigham. The man. But what I we could do is I found a piece of wood, found a random like raffled through my bag because you know that I keep trinkets and things, and I could have made something. Because I am a tinker. Nynx is pretty clever, so I, I I would be fine with her anticipating some issue in the future and making a fake. But the collar fragments themselves are very unusual metal. They have an iridescent purple kind of glint. Um, and it's very ancient, so it would be really hard to... You could recreate it, but not a. Um, so, I would have wouldn't had to, fool anyone. So I could have made one just so we had a reference. Absolutely. So if we came across, be like, "This is absolutely the missing part." And if you hadn't done that, you might have forgotten what that symbol looked like. Because remember, I had written it down. So to me, you did. Made, you did. Okay. Yeah, Galia also has the drawings of that one guy's tattoos. I noted that. Okay, mm-hmm. I know you've got that. So, so I was thinking then I could have made a replica, either give it, given it to the guard, Brigham, or just had it on my person so that when we got wherever to, that maybe that could be. Okay. So, so uh, we can do that, but definitely the, uh, the man Brigham. He would have gotten the real thing. Yeah, because I didn't so, want a chance. Yeah. In my in my mind, giving him the original was a good thing because he said he was going to take it to whoever. Mm-hmm. And I assumed it would have been the person that could have helped us. That's why I did Possibly, it. Possibly, yeah. For me, at that moment, it was a, a good faith token. And you, you wanted to get into the city. Yeah. And you definitely wanted to be a good faith to do that. Okay, so I have a a copy. A copy my, of the original. Yes, on my person. Okay. So, so Thoradin, are we gonna not allow him in temples anymore? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hire a babysitter. Well, I mean, the fox is gonna have to <laughs> to babysit. So, so with the uh, with, with the Temple of Amara, you know, this 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 priestess came out. She started just immediately. Immediately a bit. In- insulting. Uh, yeah. My man. Shrimp stop here. <laughs> my boy. My boy. <laughs> and uh, Thornton doesn't like that. He didn't stand for that. He did not stand for that at all. And in this temple, he's freaked out. <laughs> like, like this is like some undead, like, necromancy stuff. He, uh, that and in the... Uh, 
in, in the Goblin War, like he's he's seen you know many like a, a triage uh, like setup you mm-hmm. know, camps. Yeah, and like it was. Oh, so he's having like PTSD Base, type. Yeah, yeah, like almost like like he, he's he's being reminded of stuff like that. And in those those camps, like you didn't go there to uh, get healed; you went there to die. <laughs> well, that's also kind of why Ninx gave you the pebble that he dropped. Or the rock. Mm-hmm. Was, I'll come hold your hand. Yeah. To, <laughs> that, would, that would distract you. Yeah. Was to give you something to help focus yeah. on and not focus on the other. And then, uh, and then the uh, the uh, the priestess like just came up and like just immediately sort of like scalping his chest. <laughs> no, that was a, just a, a simple biopsy. It's normal. Came at you with a knife, bro. I know. She she's lucky. She's lucky at that rock. 